Hello and welcome to the Student Voice podcast. My name is Caroline Duggan and I will be hosting this new podcast series from NUI Galway. Over the next number of weeks, I will be chatting with current NUI Galway students about their particular course. So if you are a leaving or pre-leaving cert student and you are considering your university options for next year, then this podcast is definitely for you. Likewise, if you're a parent, guardian, teacher, or maybe a guidance counsellor of a Leaving Cert class, please share the link and encourage your students to listen in. Because hopefully, hearing these first-hand accounts from current students will really help a student in their decision-making process. My guest today is Emer Healy, and Emer is from Port Leash in County Leash. She attended secondary school in School Creech 3 and she is currently studying occupational therapy, that's CAO code GY502 at NUI Galway. Emer, thank you for joining me on the Student Voice podcast. Hi Caroline, how are you? Great, I'm good Emer, I'm good. Emer, I want to begin by taking you back to Leaving Cert in School Creech 3 had you a clear idea about what you wanted to study after the Leaving Cert? No, I actually didn't have a clear idea of what I wanted to study after Leaving Cert. Um, all the way up through secondary school, I had my heart set on doing nursing. And I did work experience in a hospital and realised nursing wasn't for me at all. So it was back to the drawing board then. So I actually had to go and talk to my career guidance teacher. And I was going down looking at all the health science courses and I even looked at primary teaching for a while and it was just after a lot of research that I decided on occupational therapy then at the beginning of sixth year. Okay, really interesting. And that just shows you the benefit of TY and work experience, doesn't it? Yeah, it really does. I think if I hadn't done work experience in the hospital, I'd be in a course now that I probably wouldn't be enjoying really as much as I'm enjoying OT. So definitely and the research you, you mentioned there, you know, you did a lot of research. Did that involve attending open days? You know, what did you do to try and kind of give yourself the best possible basis for making a decision, Emer? Yeah, so I went to open days in Galway, um, Cork and Trinity. And I sat in on the speech and language therapy uh, talks, the occupational therapy talks, podiatry talks. I also went and I spoke to a qualified occupational therapist and speech and language therapist. Um, my sister was studying physiotherapy, so I spoke to her about what that course involved. And I spoke to my career guidance teacher in school who kind of had a vast knowledge of all the different courses. Great. Yeah. And I mean, that that talking to people, that firsthand experience, talking to people who are doing the job, that's a really great way of getting insight, isn't it? Yeah. So I think that's the best way um, to really get an insight of what actually the career would be like, because I was able to speak to people who had done the course or who were in the middle of the course, but I only really got a feel for what occupational therapy actually was by speaking to someone who was working in the job and was able to tell me about the different areas of occupational therapy and really just explain to me what the job involves. Because speaking to someone who's doing the course, they'll obviously tell you what the course is about, but they haven't had the experience of going out and working for a few years in it. So it really does help you understand more of what the job involves and if it's for you. So on that note, 
What does an occupational therapist actually do, Emer? Um, so in simple terms, an occupational therapist really helps people to participate in their daily activities in their lives and meaningful activities in their daily lives. It's such a vast area. You could be helping in anything from a child with poor fine motor skills, tying their shoelaces to helping an adult with schizophrenia participate in meal preparation to prepare for independent living. There is so many different areas of occupation. They include like rest and sleep, education, work, play, leisure, social participation, as well as self-care or caring for others. Um, you could be working with someone to help them participate in any of these areas. If you go on to the NUI Galway virtual Q&A from the open day, they actually really have a good description of what studying occupational therapy involves that would be able to give you more of an in-depth um, explanation than I can give today. Yeah, it really is. And, and I think, you know, the point that you made there that it is, it's a really vast area. There's so many parts to occupational therapy. Um, it's quite it's quite amazing. One thing I want to bring you back to, Emer, is just your subject choices for Leaving Cert. Was there any particular subject that you chose that kind of really is helping you now in your study of occupational therapy that you think stood to you? Um, well, definitely biology, because anatomy and physiology are such a big part of it. And I would say to anyone that's choosing their Leaving Cert subjects that if you could at all, I would really recommend choosing at least one science subject because if you don't choose a science, you rule out any health science or, you know, nursing or different courses like that. You do need your science subject. So by not choosing a science subject, you can rule out so many options. And like me, it's so easy to change your mind that you don't you want to keep your options open. Yeah, because in order to do a health science um, degree or indeed a science degree, you're going to need at least one science subject. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. So, um, Emer, just a little bit about the course itself. So when you come in in first year, you know, what kind of subjects are you actually studying? Um, so my modules for first year included anatomy, physiology, uh, physical disability module. There is a group work module which... Um, you simulate like working in group therapy sessions and you learn how to conduct group therapy for occupational therapy. You do mental health and um, psychology, which is broken down into social, developmental and clinical, forensic and abnormal. And then there's also a principles for practice module, which is just teaching you how to conduct yourself as an occupational therapist and teaching you what occupational therapy actually is. Okay, amazing. Now you're going into second year this year. So um, again, what kind of subjects are you going to be studying? Do you get to choose? Are there electives that you can choose or opt in or opt out of? Or is it quite prescriptive again in second year? No, it's the same in second year. So all your modules are just designated. You don't have any choice. Um, in second year, you have to go into and more specific areas of anatomy and physiology. So it would be neuroanatomy and neurophysiology. Um, you also start your paediatrics in second year and placement actually comes into it in second year as well. So you have modules preparing you for placement for when you go out on placement in semester two. OK, and placement is a really important part of this programme. I'm right, am I? Yeah. So usually you do placement in every year of the course. Um, last year for us was funny because obviously due to COVID-19, our placement was cancelled we weren't able to go into the hospitals 
So we'll be doing placement yes. for the first time in second year. But usually you do a week at the end of first year, eight weeks in second year, eight weeks in third year, and then 16 weeks in final year. So it really is a big chunk of the course. Yeah. And that's obviously very intensive then because you're out in a ward in a hospital and you're actually, you know, functioning as an occupational therapist. Yeah. So you'd be in a ward in a hospital, but there's also community settings or in final year, some students go into a prison to do a mental health placement in there. Um, you could be in a hospice. So there's actually a lot of areas outside the hospital as well that you could be on placement. But yeah, you're functioning as an occupational therapist. And it's the first time that really you get to go out and practice what you've learned in college. So it is intensive, but it's a really good learning experience as well, I think. Fantastic. Um, you know, because you were coming from Port Leash, obviously accommodation was an issue for you. So can you just tell me a little bit how about you how you sorted accommodation for first year? Yeah, so I was lucky enough to get on-campus accommodation in first year. I was um, living in Goldcrest beside Carb Village. I just applied through the online application and I think it was a lottery basis that it was actually done on. So I was lucky to get in. Um, I know some people weren't so lucky, but there's actually, if you go onto the NUI Galway website, there is an accommodation section on that that um, puts up ads for you know, student houses or some people choose to live in digs where um, you'd be living in a house with the person who owns the house and they might provide their meals for you, which can be a good option for some people if they haven't really lived away from home before or if they're not comfortable with going and doing everything for themselves. Um, there are a lot of houses around NUI Galway, so it's really good to look just on daft.ie Um, When I went into first year, though, I didn't live with anyone I knew. And I actually think it was the best thing I could have done because it forced me to make new friends and meet new people. So I would recommend if you are going into student accommodation, just go in by yourself, live with people that you're put with rather than asking to be with your friends, because your friends are going to be there anyway. And it's really important to go and meet new people. Great advice, Emer. Brilliant advice. Um, and on the subject of advice, I just want to know if I was able to bring you back um, to your leaving search year, to that girl you were back in Eskel Creech 3 at 17 or 18, if there was one piece of advice you could give her, what would that piece of advice be? Um, I think the most important piece of advice I could give myself would be keep a balance. It's really important to have things to look forward to as well as doing your studies and if you do a little bit and do it often it's way more effective than trying to cram loads or studying loads every evening coming home trying to do five six hours after your day at school it's really important to do your work but also try keep up one or two of your extracurriculars have things to look forward to at the weekend when you've got your work done because if you don't keep a balance you'll just burn yourself out and even come Christmas you'll just be wrecked and you wouldn't be ready to go then yeah and I mean that's that's true nearly even in university as well it is all about balance it's about finding the balance between the academic and the social and the the clubs and the societies yeah definitely it's just all about you know keeping on top of your work but not feeling like you have to be working the whole time you know if you come home and you do your hour or two hours in the evening you have time then to go meet your friends join the clubs and societies which are really good for making friends as well and just getting involved in things around the university because 
when you go to college, it can be daunting that you don't know a lot of people. So it's important to make time to put yourself out there and get to know people and make new friends because the friends you make in college really are going to be friends for life. Brilliant piece of advice, Imar. Thank you so much. Uh, Imar, I want to thank you for taking the time to join me today. I want to wish you the very best of luck in second year and indeed in your work placement. I hope everything goes well for you. And maybe come back and check in with us again and give us an update once you've done your placement. Yeah, definitely. I will. Thanks so much for having me on. My pleasure, Imar. Thank you. So that's all for this week's episode of the Student Voice podcast. If you know of a student in leaving or pre-leaving search, then please share this link with them and encourage them to join us. Until then, slong a fall. Mm-hmm.